podcast. Bum podcast. Between you and me. Between you and me. Third time's a charm. Yo. All right. Yo. So check this out. So um, this is quotes, what, 3.0? Uh, yeah, 3.0. 3.0. So we talked, one of the things we talked about at the turn of the year was um, actually doing more quotes as well. Right. Um, and, and this is a, um, a fun, ongoing series. Yeah, fun, ongoing series. Um, so basically what I did was I sat back and I shot you like... 20 quotes. By 20, and it's funny because, see, I say quotes on my phone all the time, and I'm just at May 2019. Uh-huh. And so it's like I got a bunch more to go. Um, but I, I shot you over a bunch of quotes. And, I mean, the thing that's fitting for it, or, thing, yeah, the thing that's fitting for me is as you're getting ready to transition and go back to Hampton um, for possibly the last time, um, I um, there are some quotes that have come across my, my, my desk or my phone or however you want to put it that I think lend some very good advice. And so now I know you got them locked in in your phone, but if mm-hmm. we're going to talk about them, and, you know, if, if, if it's something like, say, chew up the fish and spit out the bones, if it's something that you don't feel like is applicable or something that just doesn't make sense, then we can say, all right, let's cool. We can we agree to disagree, and then you can delete it. But right. from time to time, you know, when you have some time and you're off on your own, you can sit back and you can look at the quotes, and it can almost be like advice from dad. You know what I'm saying? That's why I was sure. telling you from father to son. Uh, that's so why you that's why I said that. from father to son, so from advice to dad. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through these quotes, right? Uh-huh. I just went through and counted all of them. There's 26 of them. Oh, it's 26. So okay. we might do 13 and 13, depending on how it goes. All right, depending on how it goes. All right. And if not, man, I got 26 more I can send you stuff. Yeah. Um, but we're just going to talk about it. And, you know, if, if, if you, you don't understand or if it's something you want to give me your insight into it, we can do that. But you confirmed you like and agree with all of these. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I like and agree with all of them. All right. And so, and so I'll let you know how I feel about them. Let me know how you feel about them. All right, and so the first one you ain't gonna, you ain't count, so I'm gonna tell you anyway. Cause oh well, yeah, because there's one and the other one, so yeah, 27. Yeah, All right, yeah. go ahead. All right, and it says, "Don't live the same year 75 times and call it a life." I agree with that one. Yeah, that kind of goes with the um, the card I just gave you. Yep, yep, for yep. your birthday. Yep. You're Did right. we talk about your birthday? No, we didn't. Okay, we don't have to. Yeah, y'all shot me short on my birthday. So I, yeah, because I was gonna do a birthday edition last week. We ain't doing last week. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah. And so, anyway. Did we talk about doing a birthday edition? I kind of mentioned it to you, but, I mean, it just, it doesn't matter. It got it's lost all in, good. Right? Yeah, it got lost in the sauce. Um, But, yes, I gave you the card. I can't remember exactly how the card stated it, but basically it was like in 365 days, it's basically new opportunity, yep. like new chances to grow. And so... Now to the next 365 days of growth is basically what the card was talking about. That's what it's all about. But um, and that was even something that I commended you on, as um, you guys to your birthday. Yep. Still looking to do like, new ventures and experience new things, and life isn't on its way down; it's still on its way up. I always and believe so, you either growing or dying, bro, or either growing or dying. So I got to keep growing because I ain't ready to die just yet. Right. So right. yeah, I I agree with that one. All right, cool. Live the same year seventy five times. Call it okay. All right, all right. Um, the next one I'm gonna hit you up with. This is this three simple rules in life, and I probably got a couple of them that reiterate this. But um, let's do it like this: three simple rules in life. If you do not go after what you want, you'll never have it. Mm-hmm. If you do not ask, the answer will always be no. If you do not step forward, you will always be in the same place. Yes. 
those just kind of seem like universal truths. They are universal like truths. There's, there's not really much you can, can say to that. They're very apparent if you don't do what it takes or make the next step or make the new decision, things will always be the way they were. Right. So. And, I, and again, I, I probably got another couple of them that re, reiterate or reinforce this, but you're right. Like, if you, if you don't do, if there's no action behind the will, then there's no action. There, there will be no action. Ah, there it is. <laughs> no action behind the wheel. There will be no action. Reminds me of a tweet that I saw. All right. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to find the tweet. I ain't gonna lie. Okay. It might have been a minute. Might have been. Actually, I haven't done much Twitter recently. Keep talking. I'm gonna find it. Okay. I'm probably gonna find it as soon as you say something. You probably will. That's how you always do me. But that's okay. Um, the next one says, "Can you hear me and process it and look for Twitter at the same time?" Yeah, of course. All right. Cool. Um, you're not going to master the rest of your life in one day. Just relax. Master the day, then just keep doing that every day. And we just talked about that a little bit this morning. Mm-hmm. You didn't hear me, did you? Um, that's funny, because when you said the question, when you asked me if I had heard about it, maybe it was my train of thought based on what you said. But yes, we did talk about it a little bit this morning. Yeah. I'm not going to find it no. because it's... Um, Twitter refresh, you know how that be. Twitter beard. So you're not going to master the rest of your life in one day. Mm-hmm. Just relax, master the day, then just keep doing that every day. That reminds me of um, the Will Smith quote as well. How, what, you don't build, basically just, oh, you don't know. Okay, <laughs> paraphrasing, basically you don't build a house all at one time. You lay down each brick you build it brick by brick yes and so everything is one step at a time don't get overwhelmed by the big picture there it is don't get Focus overwhelmed on just doing this thing that will lead to this thing that will lead to this thing and that, they have a, they have a quote about that or, or how do you how do you eat an elephant and it's one bite at a time right and so yeah and so i think i think well it, how you build a house brick by brick it's it's two know. sides to that the first side is you're right don't get overwhelmed Right. Mm-hmm. Don't get overwhelmed trying to trying to swallow it all at one time. Make Don't money. get overwhelmed trying to do it all at one time. But the but the, the, the flip side of that is but you gotta get up every day and do something. Because ah. if you don't get up every day and do something then the elephant gonna sit there. It's gonna sit there. There you go. And so um, I agree with that. Yeah. Also with that, I f- I feel like there should be an element of trying to plan out how you eat said elephant. Man, you know what? And I don't know if I sent you that one. That's a shame. Cause I got a quote that I saw. And I start to send it to you, and I'm not sure that I did. And it talked about planning, right? Mm-hmm. And it was like, man, oh, God. And I know I can't even go back through and find it, but it, it, it said something like, um, a war has never been won by a plan. But won by? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. It's never been won by a plan, but it's been lost by lack of planning. Something ah. to that effect. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And it's like... I like that. Yeah, it's like you, you don't necessarily... When, when, when things hit the fan, you are not necessarily looking at a plan to execute. Right. But if you actually planned intrinsically or... In, it's less of... The, the difference isn't as big of a thing. Yeah, cause because you, you're, you're already in that mindset. Right, you've already gone through that process. Your mind's already set. You're not reading the plan, but you've already in your mind started the process and right. so yeah so that that's kind of cool and what i was saying about kind of just even if you can't plan everything to a t exactly how it's gonna go even start the process of the inklings of a plan because if you just eat an elephant which is probably a bad metaphor if you just start a building the house 
Yeah. You know, for my vegan folks out there. And, you know, you, you start building the chimney and you're like, oh, hold on, let's go do the windows. Oh, let's do this. Let's do that. Then you don't really have any way of measuring how close you are to finishing that house. And so have some sort of plan so you kind of know where you are in your process. Right, right. And it's funny. I'm going to give you a vegan joke because mm. I, I know quite a few vegans and um, they always give me a hard time. And I just saw one of them this morning. Not one of the vegans, but I just saw one of the, <laughs> one of the um, jokes that I sent to the students about being vegan. And I want to try to find it real quick and read it to you. Because when I read it, I just kind of chuckled a little bit. Um, uh, here go one. It says, turning vegan would be a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, man. See, look, man, when you try to find something, you can't find it. You find everything else. You find everything else, man. Uh, I just saw it this morning. But I saw it on my timeline. I'm looking for it um, from where I actually sent it out to the students. But it um, it has something to do with paying back the cow that ate your grass. You didn't, you didn't catch that? Paying the cow that ate your grass? Paying back the cow that ate your grass. So vegans, vegans eat, <laughs> well, I say grass. It ain't necessarily grass, but vegetation. Yeah, and be. so... So me eating the me eating the cow that me eating the cow is actually helping you out because they were eating up your grass. Mm. I but, know you be talking about about us, me and my mom. We be eating the salads and stuff. Yeah. You saying we eating leaves? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Which I mean, I can't refute that too much because they do just basically be leaves. But hey, it's healthy. If you say so. So I kind of. I'll wait till we get to that. I'm going to go to the next quote. Go ahead. I was going to skip the quote and go to another quote. But we'll, we'll go through the process. There's no process. You can do it just how you want. Yeah, it's, it's whatever. I'm going to go to, so I can keep track. All right. So uh, you can show up as imperfectly as you are and still have the ability to pull someone else through. Yep, yep. Ain't nobody looking for you to have it all figured out. Just keep it real. Authenticity wins in the end. Marty Woodard. That one's interesting. Is it? Tell me why. We kind of talked about that one today, too, which I think is why you ended up sending it, because we talked about something similar. Yeah. But just, it's not about being perfect. Really. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. That's even a thought that I've kind of had in the past. And I can see how you can dispel that, because you thought your dad was perfect all these years. I got it. Uh Cool. (laughs) But, um... Nobody really, well, I can't say nobody, but real connections are rarely made through like this aspect of perfection. You and explaining that, diving deeper into that. Yeah. Usually when we feel connected to something, it's because of imperfect. Like a lot of times when you're talking about celebrities or people, like actors, things of that nature, people see a person and see something that they see in themselves mm-hmm. in that person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's that, it's not that perfection, but it's that thing that makes you different. Um, right. It reminds me of a, another quote, which would be just paraphrasing, but person, basically your personality is the sum of your imperfect. 
if everybody was perfect, we'd all be the same. Right. So like right. your individualism right. is basically the sum of your basically. perfection. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that. Um, so yes, I agree with that one as well. It's not about being perfect because people connect to you as a person, your similarities and your authenticity. Right. And that's what people glean from for help, not necessarily just someone being perfect. So yeah, so stop trying to wait till you're perfect in order to help people out. Which is why I don't like Superman. This is a tangent. It is. Superman has got too many abilities. I mean, I guess every comic book and movie has its ex machinas and all that type of stuff, but it's just too much ability. Where's your downfall? Whereby Batman has no abilities. Yeah. yeah. He's trash. He's the opposite. Um, what is a kryptonite is, is, is his downfall, man. Yeah, but when that comes in, it's like an anti-ex machina. Whatever. Like, oh, Superman would just give everybody the hands, but kryptonite. And, like, how many times are you going to use the same thing to beat the guy? But, yeah. But, uh... <laughs> Metaphorically speaking. Okay, yeah. whatever. All right, but the next one was the one that I wanted to talk about. Oh, hold on before you go there. Okay. All right, I found my quote. Okay, go And ahead. it says, Dear vegans, I killed this cow because it was eating your food. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who'd you send that to? One of your interns? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so speaking of eating, mm-hmm. the next quote is, Reality is an acquired taste. Which I like that. I like that quote because I was just having a conversation with a friend last night. And we were just talking. Basically. I knew you'd like that quote, by the way. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. We were talking about just the idea of disillusionment, which was like my word of the week last week. Um, ironically enough. Ironically. But I was basically saying, well, if nothing else, life is interesting. And I guess you got to be thankful for that. You're looking at me weirdly. I'm waiting on you to tell me. Tell you what? What that mean? If nothing else, life is interesting. Uh-huh. Because, I mean, life is all, all these ups and downs and ends and outs. And life is just weird. But at the end of the day, life is just interesting. I guess you got to be thankful for the fact that life is interesting. It's not so straightforward and mm-hmm. rote mm-hmm. and all of that. Like, life will throw you for a loop. And the loop may hurt, but I mean, I guess you can't say that life ain't interesting. Right. Be like Truman. Truman. Was it the Truman, Truman Show? Show? Yeah. The Everything Truman was Show. too perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It was looking for something else. Looking for something else. But yeah, nothing else you can say that life is interesting. And just this idea, even I was talking to you this morning about we were raised by society based on these ideals. Mm-hmm. And the only people that truly realize and get to benefit from those ideals are people that recognize the world for what it really is and act based on that. Right. And so we act based on like these ideas of what's right and what's fair that are just ideals that have been preached to us that it's not really for us to actually achieve. It's for the people that take advantage of us acting in a certain way to achieve. That didn't make sense to you? No. So. Yes, it it made sense to me because I understand what you're saying. I'll talk about, I guess, something recent. I don't know if it made it to your sphere of influence. Okay. As far as you being an older person. Am I older? Than me, yeah. Whatever. Go ahead, man. But people in my age group, I guess, there's this big uproar in the um, the midst of Ooh. the pandemic and all that because of um, Jeff Bezos. And Jeff Bezos was about to become like a trillionaire. Uh-huh. In network, uh-huh. and people talking about how that's built off the backs of so many people and things like that of that nature. 
but we're taught certain ideals that, <laughs> and this, my mind is so all over the place. I like quotes, and you just give me quotes that remind me of other quotes. I can't remember this guy's name or exactly what this quote is, but I can paraphrase it. But basically, he was saying, we're taught to be lambs, and you shouldn't be a lamb. You should become a lion and then learn how to control it. Yes, I like it. And so, basically, we're raised on these ideals that we're all lambs. Mm-hmm. And then you have people that see the world as it really is, and they become lions, and they get to live the ideals that the lambs are taught. Got it. It's basically sense. what I makes was trying sense. to say. That makes sense. That makes sense. And so, when you talk about life as an acquired taste, it's kind of, you can get the sense of disillusionment Right. When you recognize the world for reality instead of the ideals right. that are supposed to lull us to sleep. Right. Right. And it was just, even I was talking to my friend about that last night. We're just like, disillusionment sucks. But in a sense, it's, it's necessary to recognize things for what they really are. Well, I'm going to tell you, I, I got a quote that's not really a quote, but it's a quote because it came, it came from a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, if everybody's super, then nobody's super. <laughs> Reminds me of another quote um, from Mortal Kombat. What is it? Ah, I'm gonna have to find it. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so, so. I mean, the thing about that is, I mean, and, and it's unfortunate that there are lambs. But if there were no lambs and there were all lions, lions would only be lambs. Oh yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, so, um, unfortunately. That unfortunately, there are people that will um, continue to live life in the ideal instead of stepping into the real. And that's the way I look at it. And that's something that was taught to me um, by a guy I used to work with. He was saying, you know, we, look, we, 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 we like living in an ideal world when really what we need to do is wake up and live in the real world. And so um, <laughs> that, that, you know, and I actually, another quote, something I didn't send you that I, I, I found this morning that I sent out to a group of students. And it talked about how I'm no longer interested in basically training the uninitiated. I only want to train the initiated. Right. Because the truth about the matter is they're going to always be uninitiated folk. And you have to live with the fact that there are always going to be people who are uninitiated. And by that, do you mean like people that lack initiative? Well. What do you mean by uninitiated? You, you, you can say lack initiative. People that, people that just want to live in an ideal world. People that don't want. Because the more you try to talk. Like if you got common. Well, common sense ain't common. So like if you got the keys to the kingdom, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody gonna question the door you're asking them to open. It's right. like, but you know, I I just came out of that door. You right. know what I'm saying? And you're gonna have some, you're gonna always have people that doubt it, and it's gonna be doubt based upon you know maybe how, how they feel about themselves and inferior complex, inferiority complex. It could be based upon the fact that somebody told them that you can't do this and they don't want to do it, right. and you can burn a lot of energy. Trying, trying to, to convince to people, people that are ready to receive. Right, right. Like uh, Harriet Tubman, man, said, um, I saved a whole lot of slaves and I would have saved a whole lot more if they knew they were slaves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's that same mindset. It's like we have to get out of the habit. First of all, I'm, I'm at a place in my life where I realize that I have to allow people to be themselves, right? Like I, I have to allow you to be, be yourself. Um, younger in life, we, I guess we have a, 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 um, a savior complex or um, a hero complex and we feel like right. we can save everybody. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I had to get don't to a point in my life. Huh? She don't want to be saved. There, yeah, there you go. And so that's the thing. It's like, I, 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 that's I, 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 huh? I said, that's J. Cole. I just, I just got to a place in my life where I realized everybody don't want to be, this, don't, don't want to be saved. And I'll right. kill myself trying to save those who don't want to be saved. So mm-hmm. that's uninitiated. Go ahead. Um, so I found a quote from Johnny Cage, Mortal Kombat. Okay. Get over and, here. I'm sorry. Go ahead. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, basically, what <laughs> he's like a movie star. Mm-hmm. But his this quote is: "Hungry people eat lunch." Dang it! It went away as I started reading. All right, hungry people eat lunch. Humble people serve. Hungry people eat lunch. Humble people serve. Humble people serve. And so that kind of plays into that whole the lamb versus the lion thing, mm-hmm. which that's a a little intense on that side. But just the idea of we're raised on ideals, and then people take advantage of those ideals. Yeah. Based on okay. Gotcha. That, 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 yeah. Reframing it, their understanding. It hit me a couple of different ways when you said it. Because I was like, thinking, you want to be the humble person, but it's right. like, no, nah, you're going like, to starve. People, people tell you to be <laughs> humble and like, oh, don't, don't overpress, you know, you, you can't, beggars can't be choosers, things like that. Yeah. It's like the hungry people are eating, the hungry people are serving. And that, man, that, but that, that, came, that comes with so many layers. And it's not something I agree we can to discuss, man, but like. That, that but, takes you down a whole different thought process. Yeah, man. Because from an African-American perspective, we always taught to be humble. We always taught to, you know, right. um, look out for our fellow Americans, look out for our fellow humans, mm-hmm. and we never get looked out for. And they busy eating while we humble. You know what I'm saying? And they don't even give us morsels. You don't reach like a Jeff Bezos level of always being humble and fancy. Nah, man. Like you got to not care about people to do it. You know what I'm saying? And so those are the people that live like, oh, if you do the American dream, anybody can become anything. People take advantage of the way that other people are taught to react to that. Right, right, right. And I think the people that are most um, at peace (laughs) – uh, the people that are most at peace are those people who realize that what Jeff Bezos has is really um, a chain and not freedom. That's unnecessary. You know what I'm saying? It, it's a chain and not freedom. And so um, it, it's, yeah. yeah. Life is interesting. Life is interesting. It's basically how you sum it up. Reality is an acquired taste. Yes, yes. Reality is an acquired taste. All right. So a person who has nothing to lose will help you lose everything you ever worked for. Choose your company wisely. I just said this to some interns last week. Mm-hmm. Real talk. A person who has every, who has nothing to lose will help you lose everything you ever worked for. Mm-hmm. Choose your company wisely. And probably won't even do it on purpose. No, they'll do it on purpose. Some people. Well, I, but, well I'll just talk to the perspective like, oh, you may have a friend and like that's your friend, but your friend is out wilding out and they wanted to do this and oh let's break this rule or do things like this because they don't really have anything to lose they're willing for to accept the consequence Mm -hmm. because that consequence isn't detrimental to them whereas it might be detrimental to you and so you be going along with them and they might not even intentionally be doing things but it's just the consequence affects two people differently. It's it's funny you you say it that way, and 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 I agree a hundred percent with what you said, with the exception of one word. Okay, friend. Oh well, I mean, yeah. Um, because the truth of the matter is, it, it might not be a stretching friend. <laughs> no friend, friend at all. Friend indeed. I mean, because 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 here's the thing. Like I again, I could just tell you about me growing up. Right, me growing up, growing up adjacent to the hood. My wife always said I didn't grow up in the hood. So growing up adjacent to the hood. Um. I had a lot of guys that I used to be around that used to do some crazy things. And some of those guys would allow me to do crazy things with them, and others would be like, bro, no, you sit over there and keep your hands clean. We got this. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I can even remember vividly, I'm going to give a plug to somebody who would never listen to um, our podcast, but because of the the level of respect I have for what he did, even in the the wrongness that it was, his name is Carl Watts, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Carl Watts was, um, he went to school with me, and 
um, we were at a high school and this dude wanted to fight, right? Mm-hmm. And Carl came to me and he whispered in my ear. He said, bro, I don't want you to fight. Throw the first punch and step out of the way. And that was his whole thing because we got this, because we got this, because he didn't want me to get in trouble. Mm-hmm. And that's the one thing I could say um, that, like, you got to be cognizant not only of yourself, but those people that you're dragging into the fight. Right. And if you're not at that level of mentality, I don't think you can really say you are a friend to people. Right. All right. You did it for yourself. Not you for did, people, yeah, you right. did it for yourself. And so that's that's the thing. It's like, oh, man, you know, I, I realize that if I do this, I might be okay. But if T get caught up, you got to be thinking like that. You got if you if, if you don't have the ability to think about that, you don't have the ability to be a friend. Because it's just all about self-preservation and, 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 and you know, whatever. This reminds me of another J. Cole fan. Go ahead, man. That song. I'm a J. Cole fan. I see. Y'all can't tell. But, um, I mean, I, I don't have to go into it. But January 28th. All right. Cool. Yeah. If you know, you know. And I don't. But that's okay. We'll talk about it All right. Later. Well, I can go into it. No, you don't have to go into it. Go ahead. Okay. Um, the next one. Growth doesn't come when you are in your comfort zone. Progress isn't made when you are complacent. To get ahead, you got to get in over your head. I like that. Yeah, bro. I like that one too, man. That's I figured solid. that one would resonate with you. So I like the word play. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, to get ahead, you got to get in over your head. Right. To get yeah. ahead, you got to get in over your head. I mean, when you just float and you don't learn how to swim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing, man. That's that's another one of those real versus ideal things because um, as parents, we want to teach our, we we want to keep our kids away from um, dangerous is such a hard word. We want to keep our kids safe, right? Uh-huh. We want to keep our ki- our kids comfortable. We don't want our kids to experience stress or strife. But in so doing, what we're actually doing is. Teaching them not how to swim, right? I want to use a word that could be t- that could be taken as being controversial. So I'm gonna tell you when I use this word, I'm using this word from a textbook perspective. Mm-hmm. We retard our kids, we hold our kids back. Um, and mm-hmm. so the thing is for me, and mm-hmm. I can't tell anybody else how to raise their kids, but the thing is for me, I wear I want to see you fumble and falter while you're under my watch care. Mm-hmm. Because that way we can assess it and move on. Assess it, grow, and move on. But if I'm protecting you as much as possible um, while you're at home and not letting you get yourself in the testy situations, and the first time you get in those situations is once you get to college, you know what I'm saying, or once you get out in the world, and then I'm not there to help you, and you're too embarrassed or too afraid to tell me Mm -hmm. so that I can help you, we do our kids a disservice. All right. And just even going along with the, um, I guess, the illustration of to get ahead, you got to get in over your head. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easy to want to be the flotation device right. for your kids. Right. But it's like if your head never goes underwater, you never learn how to stay above it. There you go. There you go. And so if it comes to a time in everybody's life where you lose that flotation. Mm-hmm. You don't have your parents protect you anymore or any, whatever it is. Or you remove yourself from a situation where other people can help you, but you do that based on your understanding of what life was like with a flotation device. There you go. Yep. Yep. And now that you don't have one, you don't know how to swim. You you have no you you you're fish in water, not out of water. I mean, you just don't know. You I mean, there's nothing you you, you can't even relate. 
Right. Because you just, you have so long been so comfortable because everybody kept life comfortable for you. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, one step at a time, add an add a, a inch of water, you know, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. and slowly build it up. Help drown your kid. Like, you know, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because, I mean. Don't in, quote that one. In, 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 but in corporate America, one of the things, I mean, like, like this is one of the standard things they say, right? Like, it's, uh, what is it? Uh, Swamped. No, it's like, um, um, dang, man. It's like um, 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 sink or swim. It's like, oh, yeah, sink or swim. yeah, it's like sink or swim. Drip like, or drown. yeah, we just gonna throw you in. We gonna throw you in the deep end. I can't think of the term now, man. Since I'm so far in corporate America, I had it before I said corporate mm-hmm. America. But it's like sink or swim um, is oh, trial like trial by fire. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like oh no, ain't no ain't, there's no transition period for you. We just gonna throw you out there and see if you are gonna do it. I'm sorry, my bad, man. But we just gonna throw you out there and see if you are gonna do it. And so um uh that that that's that's it's, it's how it is in corporate America. And so, um, just might as well help your kids to get there quicker sooner rather yeah. later. Anyway. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, which is even funny because that's the one of the arguments. Because I, I was on the podcast with Pip. Mm-hmm. We were talking about HBCU versus PWC. PWI. Uh-huh. PWC. I was thinking Prince William County. Mm-hmm. But PWI is um, that the coddling versus being thrown into it. Uh huh. Which is interesting. I thought that was an interesting subject because everybody has to go through trial by fire, sink or swim at some point. It's just about when you do it. And so I just thought that was an interesting um, yeah, idea, I mean, even talking about sink or swim. Yeah, and it, but it's funny, man, because like, I, and I, I definitely want to get into this now, but I venture to say so many people ain't ever got to swim on their own. We, we just don't have the resources to make it that way. So anyway. Facts. <laughs> Facts. On knives only, or knives out. <laughs> yeah, knives out. Knives that. out. There you go. There you go. Uh, all right. So the next one, ideas don't make you rich. The correct execution of ideas does. I agree with that as well. This keeps reminding me of this Twitter quote that I can't find, but basically, the person was saying, "That's where it is." All right, go ahead. I can find it now. I remember what it is. Okay. Um, well, I, well, I'll go back to the the, the, the knives out. I mean, with knives out, that came from the one before. If you haven't seen knives out, um, I've seen it a couple of times, and we just had the opportunity to see it uh, a couple of days ago. And the premise of it was this this um, patriarch, this old man, took care of his whole family, right? right? And um, like gave you know the, the, the oldest, he gave her first million dollars to start a company, and so everybody got to the point where they were actually dependent on him. I mean, like he even had a son who died, and he was taking care of oh, this, the, the, the spouse, the, the, the spouse of the son, the widow yeah. of the son, the widow son. of the son. Just all was, these people are under his covering. Yeah, all these people are under his covering. And and as a final, and I'm, I'm hoping you've seen it. If you want to watch it, no, nah, don't haven't spoil seen it. it. I'm about to spoil it. No, nah, don't spoil it. Okay, I won't spoil it. No, I spoil it. Don't spoil. I won't spoil the whole thing, but I just tell this. I script. mean, everything's important. Well, come on, man. I got to tell this point because I started down this road. You supposed to be looking for nah, a quote. You didn't find a way to do it without spoiling. I it can't. Folk. Anyway. Just realized that can he, they was make it, he was yeah, coddling him. Can, he, he can they co- make it without his covering? Without his covering. The there premise. you go. And so he was coddling him. And the, the question you would ask is, could they make it without it? So, yeah. Right. Are you ready now while you inter- interrupted me while I was trying to tell my story? Nah, but you can go to the next quote as I find this <laughs> This dude right here, man. Y'all know who he is. Um, so the next one says, you can ignore reality, but you can't ignore the consequences of ignoring reality. 
you can ignore reality, but you can't ignore the consequences of ignoring reality. I agree with that. Yeah. The bill comes due. The bill comes due. A quote that came from a conversation on this podcast. Yes, the it bill was. always comes due. The bill due. always comes due. And it kind of goes back to that real and ideal. It's like, um, you can you can ignore um let's see what say you can ignore reality, you can pretend like reality doesn't exist, but that's not gonna stop you from suffering the consequences of that reality that you're trying to ignore. The fire hot, you can ignore the fact that that those red flames and the smoke coming off of there is heat. But when you touch it, it's um not gonna do you much good. Right. Am I still waiting on you, man? Just keep going. I'll find it eventually. I'm still in the conversation. Are you? Yeah. All right, so the next one says, some of the best advice I've been given. And I like some of the best advice I've been given. Don't take criticism from people you would never go to for advice. Say that again. Some of the best advice I've been given. Uh Don't take criticism from people you would never go to for advice. Interesting. Interesting. Facts. I agree with that one. Do you? That's a good one. All right. How old is Morgan Freeman? I don't know. I was just going to, I was about to look that up this morning. Okay. But I didn't have my phone on me. Interesting. So, yeah. So, he probably didn't even say that. He probably didn't. They, they just got used a picture. His picture. Yeah. But I, I, I agree with that one. Yeah. Everybody has something to say. Everybody got something to say. That's you one know. thing you can get for no cost. But not everybody. Yeah. Two cents is always free. It's always free. <laughs> it's always free. Right. Um, but if you're not going to go to them for advice, I mean, if you're not going to go to them of sound mind and body to seek their wisdom on something, why are you going to take their, um, what do you call it, the peanut gallery view on it? Right. You know? Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm down with that hundred percent. Don't take criticism from people you would never go to for advice. And so for the people that's listening out there, if somebody always criticizing you, but you know that they aren't an expert in that field, mm-hmm. like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And you don't, and don't even get upset with them. Don't get mad at them. Don't get stressed about them. Pre- and you know what? As a matter of fact, thank them for giving you the advice. Everything's just information. It's just information. Chew up the fish and spit out the bones. That's how I started in the beginning. I mean, just chew up the fish and spit out the bones. Don't get mad because somebody want to tell you something erroneous. Hey, everything's a gift. You determine whether you want to open the gift, whether you want to re-gift the gift, or whether you want to throw the gift in the trash can. But it's a gift. And it was free. Thank you. All right, so I found the quote. He found the quote. But I'm sure, I'm not going to say it now, because I'm sure it will come relevant again within this conversation. You might want to screenshot so it then so I'll you see, ain't got to go screenshot look it. it. Okay. I realized that I didn't see it on Twitter. I saw it on a video of someone looking at Twitter. No. And so I had to go through the video to find it. All right, cool. Um, but the next one is, make sure the choices you make are worth the losses you'll take. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best that can happen. What's the worst that can happen? Yes. That's fundamental. We've been saying that. Yeah, yeah. That's, I'll say you've been saying that. Thank you. That's one of the things I've always tried to drum your head. What's the Every decision you need to look at, what's the best thing that can happen and what's the worst thing that can happen? And make sure that you can deal with the worst thing that can happen if you decide to pursue it. All right. Eleven. We on 11. All right, procrastination is an arrogant assumption that God will give you another opportunity to do tomorrow what he anointed, anointed you to do today. Uh, we could have had a conversation about that. In we, sure did. we sure did. We sure did. Talking about the chick at the register. I can't even. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That was from Mother's Devotion. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Good story. Yeah. But yeah, um, I agree with that. We talk about all that, that type of thing a lot. 
the opportunity of the lifetime must, must take, take place, place in the lifetime of the opportunity. opportunity. Indeed. Uh, take advantage of the time that you're given. That's right. The and don't expect right everything to just be, still be available. I actually wrote a quote. I mean, I, I wrote a blog about this years ago. It's called, it's a crack in your window. And basically, when, it, when you see the crack in your window, you got you to gotta get through that crack because it's not going to always be there. And you don't want that window opportunity to shut on you, and you've missed it. Mm-hmm. All right, so I just went through the rest of the quotes. I skimmed through mm-hmm. to see if it was going to come back up again, but and it, it wasn't. Okay. All right, so this is based off of the ideas to make you rich, the correct execution of ideas. Though. Mm-hmm. And so what this tweet said was, all of my plans for the future involve me waking up tomorrow with a sudden sense of discipline and adherence to routine that wow. I have never displayed even once in my life. Wow. Send me that. And I feel like that's the way a lot of people live life. Because when I read it, I was like, dang, that's interesting. I didn't know. Because like, I, I get a glimpse of that perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, dang, if you want to do it, you got to start doing it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if that was like a prevalent thought. For people, I mean, it's probably something I I, I drilled into you, because <laughs> I've because I've always said that like you're not just gonna wake up tomorrow and want to be different than you are today. It right. just doesn't happen that way. I mean, like honestly, and I'll tell you, um, what's his name, um, uh, Anthony, 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 uh, I can't, um, um, big big time motivational coach, um, oh, okay, I don't know the guy that mean. stayed on the cliff that you like the house the um. Yeah, I, I can't believe I can't remember this guy's name. But anyway, Mackey. no, man, no, not Anthony Mackey. But <laughs> um, one of the things that he always said was when being the way you are hurts more than change, you'll change. Right. When being the way you are hurts more than change, you'll change. And so that's one of the things that kind of um, is articulated in that. It's, it's you're not going to I mean, like there's there's nothing normal. That's going to wake you up tomorrow and make you want to be somebody different than you are today. Mm-hmm. If you wake up tomorrow and who you are is so painful that you see a way out that costs you less pain, then you'll change. And so that's why I've always tried to even tell you, like, T, come on, man. Don't think one day you're going to wake up and want to keep your house clean. Or, T, don't wake up one day and think you're going to want to go out and make money. Or, T, don't wake up one day. I used to always tell you that kind of stuff because I wanted you to realize that you had to make a decision today. And I do have a quote in there that's something similar to this, but you have to make a decision today to be different today. You can't wait till tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Is it Anthony Robbins? Anthony Robbins, there you go. That's him. Ah, that's him, Anthony Robbins. When the, way, when the way you are hurts more than change, you'll change. And so, that, I mean, for the listening audience, you just think about that. that I mean, really digest the whole, that. Hmm? Um, the whole kind of, you got to get in over your head. Yep. Don't be like today'sical, blase mm-hmm. fair. And because at the end of the day, this was all about what, what it's all about is growth, right? Mm-hmm. And like, um, I, I, I saw another quote that I didn't send you had something to do with the caterpillar and the butterfly, and the butterfly never looks at the caterpillar and think about the pain it went through coming out of the cocoon. Right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like all of these things, and so it, it real and ideal. It's interesting because if you think about it from that perspective, like ideally we wouldn't want to experience pain, right? But if you live in that ideal world, you'll never become anything of great value. Yeah. You Everybody have, wants to be the best, but no one wants to put the work in. There you go. Everybody wants to be the best, but nobody wants to put the work in. And so, um, that again, and I guess we're going we're gonna to cut it off halfway. Um, I mean, we're at 
and that was about 13, but we'll, we'll probably hit about 17 or 18 on them, actually. Right. We can uh, do one more after this we one. We can do one more? Okay, so. I think. Let's see how good this next one is. Um, yeah, I like this last one. All right, cool. So the thing is, I mean, I would like for you, T, to hear and understand, and anybody else in the listening audience to hear and understand, it's like you got to move beyond your comfort zone. Like, you know, the, the, the way things, the way you were yesterday that made you successful may not be the same thing that help you be successful tomorrow. And I even think about when we start, uh-oh, uh-oh. Awesome. Okay. Go ahead. I even think about, like, when I look at, um, when I think about how reality TV came about, or, like, now, here's the funny thing. Like, YouTube is reality TV on steroids. Well, not on steroids. I wouldn't say that. YouTube mm. is more reality of a realistic real. reality TV. You know what I'm saying? It's more of a realistic, realistic reality TV. Because reality TV came about when, I, I, and this is my, mem- my, my remembrance of it, there was an Actors Guild strike. Uh, decades ago uh-huh. and because actors didn't want to work they had these you know normal everyday joes supposedly that they started developing these shows around mm-hmm. and i remember like um because we started moving away from the sitcom yeah we started moving away from sitcoms right and like survivor i think was one of the very first ones right and but then you find out these people who are in these shows are all aspiring actors uh-huh. and so they're people who hadn't cut it to make it to the big screen so they went out on these reality shows, and now these reality and now shows. Reality shows are more popular, so yeah, and and they, they are more popular, and they're more scripted. So right, they're um, way more scripted. From, from that perspective, now it's basically just acting. Right, it's just acting. And so from that perspective, they um, said it for some reason they always choose for it to be bad acting. That's a whole nother story. It, it's it, it's the camera angles, man. It's the camera angles. But anyway, so but the point is, um, so so even even that as, and that's what I was going to the YouTube thing. So even that is a strategy. When I'm saying you can't, you can't expect to be successful with the same strategy tomorrow that you were successful with yesterday, mm-hmm. even from that perspective in reality TVs, I think that um, YouTube and YouTube stars and influencers are taking over. Mm-hmm. And even so much so that that's where advertisers are not spending a whole large part of their budget. Mm-hmm. Um, Social so, media is huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Social that, media is really what's been taking us into the future. That's it, is, like, it really is. That's it, the current phenomenon. It is, it is, it is. And I mean, you know, once you get into it, it's much more palatable. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, you can skip through the crap. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It just, when you learn how to work your own algorithm. Yeah, when you learn how to work your own algorithm, yes. Mm-hmm. I want to learn how to do clear my cash on it, but on your account, not mine. Mm-hmm. But anyway. All right. So the the next one. No, I, no. You had, some, you had a thought about that. Oh, yeah. I had a thought. Oh, it goes along with the, these two. Okay, go ahead. So um, th- this next, and I guess the final quote was, in the end, we only regret the chances we didn't take, relationships we were afraid to have, and the decisions we waited too long to make. Mm, that's a good one to finish on. Go ahead. Right. That's why I was like, oh, we can, we can do this one. So we, I'm bringing it back. Full circle. J. Cole. We're going to talk about J. Cole again. 28th? January 28th? Yeah. Okay. But not, not this J. Cole. A different J. Cole. The same person. But oh, okay. All right. I was a a different um, perspective. Okay, a different story. Uh-huh. And so he just recently released an album called the off season mm-hmm. and there was a, a mini doc that came out like 15 minutes was it was about 15 minutes long but it was a mini documentary talking about the off season and basically what the the purpose or what the meaning behind the off season was uh-huh. um short paraphrasing his career basically he um came up he was making mixtapes uh and his mixtapes were like he had the come up, the warm up, sideline story. So he had like this big theme of basketball. And the reason for that was because well, he, he was a walk on in basketball in college, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. 
he played basketball when he was younger and he wanted to be a basketball player, basically. And so when he was explaining the idea of the offseason, he was saying before, he, he was telling the story, he was at a party and he was like, he was inebriated. Inebriated? Inebriated. All right. Yes. And um, he was basically saying he walked outside and his friends came outside and basically had an intervention. It was like a small intervention. Mm-hmm. But it was like, you out here partying and doing stuff with us, you want to be the best in the rap game. And he had this realization that he wanted to be a basketball player, but he didn't make the cut. He wasn't good to be a basketball player because he didn't put in the the right amount of work. Mm-hmm. He said he used to be at the blacktop, you know, doing moves like he was Iverson or something when there's people that was in the gym putting up a thousand shots a day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And those are the people that went on to play in the NBA. Just being on the blacktop, copying moves that you see on TV isn't what it takes to make to that level. And so you have the realization, like, do I want to be the same way in this rap game? Do I never want to, do I want to look back and be like, I never made it because I didn't put the work in. Mm-hmm. And so he just, he started like putting the, the work right in. I appreciate it. He started like, Right, like he wake up right every day, stuff like that. Go to the studio, things of that nature. Just putting in the work, getting the reps in, basically, so that he could achieve that. And eventually, that's how he ended up achieving that. And then, full circle, he ended up playing professional playing basketball. basketball as well, which is cool. But just that whole idea of don't you don't want to have regrets, so put in the work now, take advantage of the opportunities now. And so that was the whole idea of the off season. I'm grinding, I'm working. Like it's the off season, so I'm coming back with my next best stuff, my best for myself the next season when the season starts. And the, and the interesting thing about that is that um, it simply his um, grind applied to a different area. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so it's that characteristic of grinding that we need to um, take on and perfect. Mm-hmm. Because if you take on that characteristic, then you can put your hand at just about anything and be successful. Right. It's all, uh, which we kind of had, a, I kind of talked about this a little bit this morning because it stemmed from the conversation I had last night. Mm-hmm. But it's all about understanding yourself, being able to reflect and have accountability for who you are and the characteristics of yourself and take all of that energy and apply it to one thing. And that's how you make the movement in that thing. Right. I put all my energy from like my ego or my arrogance or wanting to, to be extroverted and go out and talk to people and party, take all the energy and focus it in on, I'm about to accomplish this one thing. And when you get a control of yourself, that's how you're able to achieve a goal. Yeah. And so that was just um, really interesting to me because I think, well, it might've been the last, it, it was a recent podcast, but I was just talking about why I became interested in basketball because I thought it was a great um, visual representation of work ethic and hard work. Uh-huh. And so seeing that, oh, you got to put up a thousand shots, but in the perspective or of what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So write a thousand verses or whatever. So put in that work, get in the gym. Yep, get in the gym. All right, so I'm just going to cover this because 
and then I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something about this one and why I thought I, I was like, yeah, I want to share this because it was a slight. Story. It okay. was actually I was throwing a grenade. In the end, we only regret the chance we didn't take the relationship we were afraid to have. That's why I stuck there. Man. I was like, dude, going on his senior year, he about to go back on campus. Uh-huh. Man, don't regret. Um, not having relationships. Yeah, is that what you was gonna say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't re- don't. I mean, don't. if you want me to have relations, just say I didn't that. say that. <laughs> I, I didn't say that. It said relationships. Oh, okay. It said relationships, not relations. Oh, relationship. Right. But I just want you to, I mean, seize the day, seize the moment. If you see her, say something. Yes, sir. All right. Sure. Cool. Cool. One podcast. One podcast. Between you and me. Part two coming soon. Next so week. Part two I guess. coming. I guess next. I guess next week. Part two coming soon. All right. Holla. Holla.